0: Okay, okay, you can hear me? Uh... I can hear you perfectly fine, yep.
1: Fantastic.
0: Hold on now. Mm, I'm gonna see... So... I wanna do a test here, I wanna see if I can download this. (coughs) Okay. Sorry, I usually try to use in charge of uh, recording all this stuff, so I'm got
1: to figure out my technology. Okay, okay. Have you ever heard of OBS? OBS? What? Yeah, are you on computer? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm on my phone right now. Oh, it's not available on... Oh fuck, yeah. So,
0: yeah, so I think I want to try to get on my Twitter on a, my computer because I think I need to use my computer to download this after a
1: cop. So hold on one moment. Okay.
2: Next.
1: And what's this OBS that you're talking about? Oh, it's the program. Um, so... If you say it's where it doesn't have a video source, it just records a black screen. And then... You can use Video to Audio Converter on that, and then upload it. That's what I do for the core group. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Yeah,
0: that sounds good. Uh, We're using uh, a free podcasting app, or what's called, ZenCaster? Yeah, called ZenCaster. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, you just get on and record some audio of your voice, and uh, you know,
1: we Um. I suppose yeah. this is the most complicated episode that you'd ever done. Oh, yeah, no, the,
0: I mean, it's so funny, because, like, the time, like, we're out of time. Like, we're literally on the three most opposite time zones that are...
1: Humanly possible to be on. <laughs> so, like. Um, yeah. I'm It's really just like, oh like, yeah, well, me and Triton can get on at this time and it's like 2 a.m. over there. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're from uh, Japan, right? I'm not from Japan. I'm living in Japan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is yeah. it nice? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I've been here for about three years, three and a half years. And, uh, yeah, things
0: are,
1: uh, Cool. Yeah, I I I've, I've always wanted to go to uh, Japan. Yeah, uh,
0: I recommend it. It's pretty nice. I mean, living here is not for everybody, but uh, uh
1: you know, I've visited. It's yeah. Um, yeah. it looks like a very sort of like, stressful place to, like, properly live, you yeah, know, because oh. like, culture is, like, so busy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, Japanese people are fucking
0: crazy. Uh, and I work at a school is not so bad in that regard, but all of my coworkers are, like, super busy all the time. Um, and I'm, you know, like, I'm pretty busy, but since I'm a foreigner, they're, like, uh, they understand that yeah. I'm not going to be, like, in, that.
1: Um, okay, uh, let me. We're almost ready to go here. Okay, are we gonna do. On, like, the SoundCloud one, if you're gonna upload it to that, are yeah. you going to. Um, are you going to do, like, that funny musical intro? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. A... Love I remember one of them you did, Birth of a New Game, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Classic yeah. drop. Oh yeah. Uh, that, I can tell you who the artist is for that one. Uh, you know Mithril, third eye? Um, I, I think I follow him on Twitter than I normally can
0: tell
2: here.
1: Yeah, he, he, he did it, like, anonymously. And, uh, yeah, the, the the idea actually came from Sheena, who rolled just on a big <coughs> Discord call. <laughs> so I'm not particularly well Thank you very Yeah, oh, Yeah. <clears throat> Alright,
0: um So I think I'm just gonna say Fuck it and go Uh, so Uh, mahalo everybody This is episode, uh, 2857 Of Wire Podcast This is a special EKMSensei only episode And here I am With our guest for the evening the
1: Monarch, hello. Hello, the... Ah, that's and, one word. Monarch, uh, you're not, not
0: sounding
1: so good. Uh, what's, what's wrong? Are you sick? Are you uh, sick all right? Yeah, I, I'm a bit sick. I I uh, went on a weekend away recently. It was to do with like, my parents' wedding anniversary and my birthday. Because I was actually born on my parents' anniversary. Oh, that's But, <laughs> um, I... After the first night, I started feeling just like a bit of a sore throat around like the back of my throat and then it's just got progressively more aggravating and now I've got like a bit of a rattling cough so I'm very sorry to everybody if you'll hear me, but you know like coughing up all the time. Well, I think
0: we'll forgive you this time. Uh, we just hope that you don't have coronavirus and we're that you were feeling okay. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start this off with a question that I usually try to avoid during interviews, but uh, you are definitely the youngest interviewee that we've had here on SlimeWare Podcast. You're from an upcoming generation of vaporwave enthusiasts, and we at SlimeWare are very interested in this next generation, and so I'm going to ask the most generic question that I can, which is, how did you get into vaporwave?
1: At uh, Jennington, um, last year, uh, uh I was on the nightclub Music Naked Jam, and then I got really bored of that, so I left because the culture was shit, like, over-sexualized thumbnails, but yep. then, um, like, I, then, I think I just watched a Pat Jennington video by chance,
2: sure.
1: and, uh, it, it got me into Vaporwave, I mean, I was, like, really surface-level Vaporwave, uh, so legitimately was a fucking floral shop all day every day literally nothing else nothing interesting just just floral shop entry level um, stuff. Yeah, yeah entry-level stuff um, I decided to give it a go uh, I posted it to r slash vaporwave, which is now banned me for telling the guy to kill himself sure. Wow and, um, Yeah, uh it, it's all just basically, you know, kicked off since then, especially since around, like, January. Nice, so I'm gonna admit that I am, uh, I am more or less ignorant of your, of anything that
0: you've put out outside of Dream Catalog. Do you have anything else, uh, outside of the stuff that you have put on Dream Catalog that I should be
1: aware of? So oh, oh yeah, that's on cool. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, My Loudly slash Music Maker Jam page is still up though, it's all like my early EDM shit, and then um, File Under Records which is run by an absolute legend, Um, that's where you'll find all my Cargig Org stuff that I've released, and if you go over to Allo Emporium, you'll actually find the most um, obscure, I've noticed Monarch album called Arctic Winter, which is actually approaching its one-year anniversary, and literally two days from recording this. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's cute. So, how did you, uh,
0: how did you find your way into the Dream <coughs> Catalog roster? Did you hit up HK, or did he uh, take an interest in your music?
1: Uh, no, I, I hit him up. So, I was asking for him to put out Art Winter on vinyl. And then, um, he was like, no, it's already on another label, fuck off. And I was just like, oh, fuck, I had some unreleased stuff that's, you know, not on, you know, another label, which was, it was called Skyline. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's actually the subtitled. titled So all the material that was Skyline was actually you know, self-titled, so that's why you had some some trap names like Blue or Glow, like, you know, the glowing of the sun, the blue of the sky, and that helium balloon that you let go of when you were a little boy uh, is named after it floating up into fucking space. <laughs> Alright, nice. Um,
0: so, I was, uh, I also was, like, I wanted to know because I feel like uh, for me, looking at like the next generation of uh, people that are getting into vaporwave as a broad like umbrella, uh, there are a lot of people that are it like seems like the big thing for like new people getting into the scene is like uh, like barberbeats, and I'm wondering like what drew you to Dream Punk in particular. <laughs>
1: Nothing really in particular. I, I really haven't listened to much outside of Birth of a New Day So I went on Dream Catalog. I just knew it was a label that was popular so I decided hope for the best and It all works out So it's not really like I've been drawn to dream punk rather in a certain sense dream punk has been drawn to me Wow, okay,
0: nice Yeah, I mean I feel like uh... In comparison to a lot of the other, like, stuff that I've heard, and especially, like, in comparison to some of the newer acts on Dream Catalog and some of the people that are doing Dreamcon right now, uh, your stuff's a little bit more poppy, a little bit more upbeat, as opposed to, like, I don't know, like, uh, I'm thinking of, like, a wet cat smell, or, uh, uh, what was the other one I was listening to? I don't know. Uh I feel like a lot of that stuff is characterized by its very dark, uh atmospheric sound, whereas your stuff's a little bit more uh kinda at house, like nineties at house, like fancy, funky, a little bit more carefree. Um so yeah. Um uh
1: what do you say like I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> It, it, it sort of reflects me as a person. I mean, you know, I try to remain as optimistic as I can be. You know, nice. I mean, like I do like I do like that sort of dystopia. There, that's you know, that's one of the big things I do actually really like about dream punk. Um, thing is, when I make a track, I just focus on actually just making a track. So it's not really like it's not really like. <coughs> All the time, I'm going for a specific vibe. Like, I mean, like with Omega, I was going for a, you know, a unique vibe of 2010's nostalgia, but the majority of the time, it's just whatever I'm using that gives it that sound. Like, um, first few Monarch albums were made on the most, like, easy, effortless door ever. I was literally just fucking swiping up and down yeah. on my phone for the melody. It was just like, whatever the packs I used were, the actual sound but, you know, I got very lucky in the fact that it just came out sounding nice and, like, I don't know, fresh. Hell
0: yeah, well, it looks like we have a special guest joining us.
1: Oh, okay, I guess he left. Well, the man he walked it off. <laughs>
0: um, so, yeah, I was, I, yeah, I actually <laughs> wanted to ask you, uh, what did, like, what, yeah, like, what, uh... What do you use to make your stuff? Because when I listen to it, it sounds like you're using like, I don't know, like an APC from, like an actual, like, actual, like, drum machine, like 10 of stuff. Like, what do you use to make your track? Can you hear me now? My phone. Yes, I can. Oh, yeah, I tried to hop in, but I couldn't hear anybody.
3: It was just <laughs> silent. C- continue with what you were saying, uh, Mr. Monarch.
1: Yes. No, yeah, um, so I legitimately. What's up, everybody? Every, this is Chris. Um, Hello. Hello. Yeah, so literally everything that I make is, um, on my phone. And, uh, I use Jamble, which is like everything's arranged in one, like, vertical line. So I'm yeah. literally, it's like I I that's why I'm able to just freely swipe my finger up and down uh, my
0: phone let so, me come out one. Um. Yeah, I have seen <coughs> like new like DNAW's that you can just use on your phone. I've mean, oh, seen that like yeah, it's wild. There's like like you're not the only producer that's basically just making shit on their phone. I've seen a whole bunch of people, like, I've seen, like, YouTube videos of guys that are making whole tracks on their phone now. Wild.
1: I'm not the first, but I'm definitely the best. Hell yeah. Um,
3: yeah,
0: Swag. Monarch's the best I'm at probably.
1: that.
2: Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah, I would, like, you No, know, I would never have guessed that, that was like, the way that you did it. Um, I want to take a brief aside and welcome <laughs> the one and only Trike T2, an unexpected guest here tonight. Yo,
3: what's How up? How are you doing, uh, I'm telling right?
0: you, yeah, it's pretty
3: fucking late. Where
1: I'm at, but, yeah. I, I remember I read an article about you, Triton. An article? Uh, that wasn't about the, 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 me. They quoted me, though. It's, you were featured, and I thought like, it was very entertaining, seeing, uh, seeing your brilliance portrayed. Uh, all that. That's not Babyface. You were entirely correct, but by Yeah, those guys, are, uh,
3: those guys are UK-based, so... Um, I, I would be... It'd, it'd be bullshit if they didn't, like, talk to you for the Vaporwave documentary, you know, since you're in their home camp. Oh, I
1: didn't. They didn't, fucking ask fucking
3: ask. Yeah, me. fuck them. Can okay. They haven't talked to me either. They're just gonna screenshot you? my tweets or whatever. Ippity-hoppity, your words are my property. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, just to answer the question, as well for more action to FL Studio, I'm sorry, you had some static
0: there. You want to repeat that?
1: Yeah, so um, I shifted to FL Studio. You know. Okay. Was well, that everything I that, was... that I made is in FL Studio now. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, are, are are
0: you
1: is
3: FL Studio on your phone still? Or was it just GarageBand? It's still
1: on your phone. No, no, no. I I, I never use GarageBand. It's called Jamble. Oh, right. Um, um, so basically, uh, uh, by the way, I'm on Android, so I can't use GarageBand. But um, nah, what what it was is, fuck, I've lost track. Uh, uh, oh yeah, FL Studio. Um, and what the way that I got samples for a was, I'd hop onto YouTube, uh, copy the link. Paste it in an app that gives me the video to download. Oh, hell yeah. Um, import it into FL Studio.
2: Fuck around. Um, and, um, pull some trap over it. Release
1: it. Get rated 2.5 stars. Yeah, Hell yeah.
0: Yeah, so speaking of that, uh, uh, your latest album, Omega, drops. Uh, how long has it been now? A week? Two
1: weeks? I think about a week. Okay. So, I'll right? Yeah. Uh what are people saying about it? Um, I've got mixed reviews that like when I put out that poll the majority was like the bottom rating, which I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: so I'm yeah. sorry for
3: contributing to the bottom rating. It was mostly a joke on my part. I did think the album was good.
0: Yeah, I had mixed thoughts about the album because I was uh like Preparing for the interview, actually, I was listening to all your shit that was on Dream Catalog, and I was like, uh, I was interested in your sound because, like, I was trying to say earlier, it felt like a, I don't know, just like a, a lighter and like a more easily digestible version of uh, Dream punk and like, and so I was really into that. Then, so I listened to all that before listening mega, and so for me uh, one of the jarring things was just the sound, the sonic shift the shift in the sonic palette um, were yeah. you like like, why why did I'll you li- uh, listen-
1: change everything up? I listened to Blank Banshee and then I was like yeah, I'll give it a go Hell yeah. I really thought it yeah, was, like was like about- the, uh, <laughs> the,
3: the Blank Banshee the Monarch's take on the Blank Banshee like from the uh, uh, intro or like prelude track that you d- debuted on the uh, the Slime Art Discord server.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. I was uh, I was really put off by the description of the album uh, where you talk about how you wanted the sounds to reflect the like the sound of your childhood because like, yeah. like, <laughs> like that was like my like that was like my mid twenties. When uh, <laughs> Banshee
1: came out. I'm trying to think of it from your perspective. You're supposed to more like take the album as like my perspective. Yeah, I no, know. I know, I don't know. More, like Dampy, Longhead, Minecraft YouTuber I used to watch, uh, fucking Skylanders, yeah. 7. Monarch uh, that's, are, like the Monarch. Are you familiar with, um, with the rapper Lil P.? I am familiar with Little Peep. Yeah, not
3: big fan. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a huge (coughs) fan either. Me and EK Manzese saw Blank Banshee live uh, during his mega tour, and it was the 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 exact night that we saw Blank Banshee live was the night that Little Peep died. It was really weird. Well, it's a damn shame. It was very sad. I mean, I mean, it's sort of like. I mean, Ikimen-sensei wasn't, like, big into Lil Peep. I'm not really big into Lil Peep, but I was aware of him and who he was, and so, like, it, it sort of dampened the experience for me personally. But it was also still, like, really, really cool to see, uh, like, Blank Banshee live. Like, I think Blank Banshee is, uh, an, an amazing, incredible fucking producer. Like, seeing him live was, like, really, really special. <coughs> yeah.
1: Well, I respect him. Um, I mean, like, I, I want to go out of my way to sort of homage, make an homage to his sound myself, you know? For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, like, uh, so, I,
0: I promised myself <coughs> that while I was doing this, I wasn't going to make, like, a weird big deal out of your age. Uh, because... <laughs> that is, like instantly the most, like, interesting thing to me about uh, you. I don't think I've, like, again, I haven't, like, uh, I've, I haven't been in touch with the cohort of people that are getting into wave waves that are, like, yeah, like, I don't know, around your age. It's weird, it's weird listening to uh, listening Twelve to Mega, yeah. and it, it does sound like, I don't know, it sounds like a young person's take on, like, a genre of music that they didn't, they weren't personally, like, there for, you know? Yeah. It sounds I'm like uh like it sounds like, like, when I was, like, 15, people were making, like, music that was, like, inspired by, like, the 60s and 70s. But they weren't actually there. They were making what they thought of as what that music was. And that's how I listened to mega. Mega sounds like a, a take of <coughs> what that kind of music was for somebody who wasn't actually there. Yeah, I
2: can
3: see that. Um, How old exactly are you,
0: Monarch?
1: I literally turned 15 two days
3: ago. Oh, shit. Okay, so, Wild. so five years ago was, what, 2017? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Okay, so you weren't even... 10 by the time that, yeah, yeah George He's Clanton had taken
3: over Vaporwave. that's crazy, yeah, damn, wow. Oh. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, you,
1: you, like, sampled something, you sampled, like, a VHS, like, uh, I think on the oh, very end of Omega, no. you sampled, like, yeah, that is the Disney VHS, uh, sampled. No, that wasn't VHS, on some um, Disney's fast flight. It was on DVD, I used to watch Disney DVD when I was little in fact, I am definitely the only child of my generation that has ever even, you know used to watch you know, um like movies on VHS so I actually grew up with VHS weirdly wow. enough because it's like my parents had, well we still have an old VCR, it doesn't really work anymore <laughs> but um you know, I used to have, I mean, there was Tarzan, Beauty and stuff like that, on my like, tape. And the Amazing Spider-Man, uh, I would legitimately just watch it on tape. Until I, you know, you know, like we had to replace it because it was getting a bit more... Yeah, yeah, like, no. it's it was a little perfect. bit perfect. I, I, I loved this battle play. Like some people find it like really scary. And I have no idea how. Yeah. What's your favourite Disney movie? Uh, favourite Disney movie? Yeah. I've got a 30, Aladdin. Uh, Genie is my genie. Uh, um, that's it. Gotcha. I, I love the writing of Genie. It's actually genuinely intelligent. Yeah, it is. I thought a kid's movie. Great. I would not really call it a kid's movie. I'd say it's like a movie everywhere. Yeah, well, I mean,
2: more adults that love Disney than, you know,
1: love like other genres like horror. For sure, yeah,
0: and I mean, uh, it's classic. It's a it's a classic role for Robin Williams, uh, who I think killed himself before you were even born. So Jesus Christ, dude, that's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, he came and said, while we're on the topic of Disney movies, Egan mentions it. What's your favorite Disney movie? Because I feel like I don't have one. I didn't grow up with
3: Disney movies.
0: Yeah, I feel like the like magic and like the childish wonderment of uh, Disney doesn't really appeal to you Right. <laughs> uh, I would say that. Um, uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, The Lion King, too. Awesome. Yes, yeah, the Lion King 2, the animation. Is Toy uh, Story a Disney really movie? Because I like. No, that was. I think Gold oh. they merged, I think they made that as an independent studio before they became owned by mm. Disney. But I'm not really sure. The third one's really long. I haven't seen the third one. All yeah, I know yeah. is that, like, for people my age and for people
3: <coughs> even Sensei's age, they, they, those movies could like, they continue concurrently with our ages, so, like, in the first movie, the kid is, like, uh, 8 or whatever, and then in the second movie, the kid is, like, 10, and then in the third movie, the kid is, like, 18, and it came out when, like, me and EGEMEN would have been, like, 18, so it's, like, yeah, it's weirdly, like, emotional in that respect, but I haven't seen it.
0: Yeah, I remember, uh, I remember seeing it, like, three months before I left for college, uh, with my girlfriend at the time. And, uh, yeah, it's weird because, like, those movies now are, yeah, they're not made for children. They're made for adults that were children when it came out. So, any of these, like, yeah, any of these sequel movies, Toy Story 4, that was made for 25 Oh, years. I didn't even know
3: that
1: existed. There's Toy Story 4? There's Toy Story Damn. 4. <coughs> Toy Story 4, had, if you remember seeing it? The <laughs> it's like big fuck-off carnival. Like, they, they, they seem to get they seem to get like more and more varied with uh, locations as you get along like, the first one's basically in a house, I think the second one's in the factory, I haven't seen the second one uh, yeah, you're right, the third you're right. one nursery Then yeah. the fourth one's like big carnival, I'll tell you what the fourth one I think it falls into the same trap of Everything looks really impressive, and that's like the main selling point. Like yeah, you can see every individual fiber of Woody's jacket. Did yeah. they move more than the others? No. Yeah, dude. I
0: didn't see it. I mean, fuck it. I'm done. Like, I was 26 by the time that came I
3: have out. to ask you, Marder, because I know you're in the UK, but I don't know exactly <laughs> where. And I don't know anything about the geography of the UK. But how close are you to, like, uh, HKE and Shima geographically? Or, like, what is the chance that you would be able to, um, like, do an IRL well, show with either
1: of them
2: in the future?
1: Uh, large chance. Um, Shima, right now, he's over in America. Oh, word. Uh, Hell uh, yeah. With his wife. Shouts out. And, um, but normally he's around, like, Bradford area, so it's like, i Oh, a train ride away, and um, if you're talking about Liverpool, Lucy doesn't live there anymore. He lives in London, so I'm actually quite away away from him. But well, I can still reach London in Oh, end. really? So, but good. Yeah. Have you
0: ever seen any of your uh, label made in
1: person? Um, not yet. Yeah, I want to. Nice. I know what. Uh, I think if I was to meet any of them, I'd go for uh, Shima, simply because he's the most chill guy I've ever met. I know Wet Cat
3: Smell has been doing Boy. shows recently.
1: Around Sheffield, yeah, Sheffield's still slightly far away from me. Word. <laughs> yeah, I'm up north in case you want to uh, Triton. So it's like. That's why I that's why I don't sound like typical you know, stereotypical British it's because, you know, I'm not. Listen, we're
0: Americans, we have no idea the geography of uh, <laughs> frankly, we'd prefer not to know. <laughs> you no. Know, uh well, I, I can't be bothered explaining it you. Yeah, no, and it would not we wouldn't understand. It's been weird, I had no idea about it. I didn't know that there were like different accents of British people, you know? Yeah, so I think it. in Japan, uh, like there's a bunch of, like, British people, I feel like British people are more weaved now than Americans are. I think Americans have had their heyday of being yeah. in Japanese shit uh, in the 2000s, and now it's kind of passed off in the UK. And,
1: yeah. I, and, I don't um, really, I don't really watch much, like, anime. I'm a big JoJo fan, but that's like, you know, one of the only things I really want... No, no, good on you. Yeah, it's a trap.
0: Nothing good. It nothing. is It is. Uh, stick to Vaporwave, stick to Dream Punk. You don't need to gray far from those waters. Um... Yeah. Yeah, uh, so, I guess, uh, like, what are you... Uh, within the realm of Vaporwave, or outside of Vaporwave, what are you listening to right now that is getting you getting you rocked up?
1: Um, well, according so, to
0: his Spotify rap, he <coughs> he's supposed to lots of Radiohead. Ah, I'm
3: yeah, awesome.
0: okay,
1: yeah, I love Radiohead. Um, I... I've listened to... Blank Banshee for a bit. Um, you know, Green Day, still like a bit Gorillaz. Um... I have I care because you do on Final, I'm in my room by FX Twin. That's my favorite wow. Apex Twin album,
3: personally. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, like, I don't know how we can make the sound of a chair being moved along a wooden floor sound nice, but he does.
2: Yeah.
1: Albert or Belson? With that Bomb?
2: Da, 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 da.
1: Oh, yeah. Da, da.
0: Uh, da, buh, buh. I think that's probably my uh, favorite uh, favorite track off of that album. Which one is yeah, that? That's uh, uh, Alberto Balsam, right? Uh, Alberto Balsam, yeah, 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 that's, that's <laughs> inspired. Yeah, you I, I, that. I knew about that
1: uh, Liminal Spaces video that I watched. It was Places that You've Seen in Your Dreams, and they have that playing up the top, and the mixture between that really sort of otherworldly music and, like, Liminal Spaces, and Really cool. Uh, fill me in. What is this liminal spaces video that you're talking about? Um, places that you've seen in your dreams. So, do you know what liminal spaces are? Uh, yeah. I mean, I have an idea. It's like a like an airport at night kind of thing. <laughs> well, a liminal space is just a place that has no people, yeah. and it's like a transitional place. Like long hallways, or stuff yes. like that, um, yes. empty, like, play places, you know, like, shops, with nobody in them, just like that, and like, it, you, you look at liminal spaces more for the vibe that you give you, I mean, like, because of liminal spaces are the back room, like, stuff like the back room is just like, Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with that.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like is uh, uh, latest music for Menion. I I've got to say, compared to the other stuff, I really don't like it compared to things like you know Mega Gaia. I mean,
3: I loved it because it was ambient. It was ambient like Banshee, but you could like it's ambient music, but you can tell like the same chords. Like, it still sounds like Blank Banshee, but, like, yes, yeah, it's definitely a different vibe, but, like, it's still, like, it's, like, the best version of, like, an ambient Blank Banshee that could exist.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's got that, it's got that sort of GameCube sort of aesthetic, which I think he pulled off well, but, again, like, it's just, like, you know, not particularly, like, something I'd go out of my way to listen to. Yeah, uh, I'm there, uh, when it comes to
2: ambient music, Triton and I are divided, he's more of a, he appreciates ambient music much more
0: than I do, um, so, yeah, I haven't got a chance to listen to it, but I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Uh, what's your favorite Blank Banshee album? Uh, Mecca. Uh, you
1: go. Yeah. Really? I think that's my lead favorite blank
0: banshee album. Actually What's your favorite
3: who? blank banshee album,
0: Ikam uh definitely Gaia. Gaia.
3: My favorite is blank banshee zero.
0: So I would say it's a very hard uh, uh, <laughs> competition between Zero and Gaia. For sure. But yeah, I don't know, I don't like I feel like the uh, I feel like Mega and Blank like, Manji one, like, it gets like he's cluttered up his sound too much, you know? Like he doesn't have like bangers. He just has like all well, are,
1: so like my machine is not a
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean I just I feel like the like the sound off zero and the sound off Mega is more sparse, more focused. A lot like your music record. it's a lot more
2: uh, uh, yeah.
0: dialed in, there's like not any, not anything that doesn't
1: need to be <coughs> Yeah, I can't really think of something off of Mega that doesn't need to be, but I think the sound that he's going for off Mega is executed perfectly. A sort of ancient, buried sound. Yeah, Mega's
0: fire, Mega's fire. Yeah. Um, so in the future are you thinking that you're going to keep on going with this, uh, 2010, uh, trap,
1: five years? I, I had to show on it from 15 to 10 tracks, and because I had terrible sounds, well not sound, but like sample block. Mm. Like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to mix, for Crystal, I'm going to mix the sound of Wings with more like, trap, detailed style of, right. like, not like detailed, but like, you know, like, more precise, uh, perk on makers it. so it's like, a mixture between both of them, but I think that my programming on FL Studio has definitely gotten better since, um, Wings. <coughs> nice i have got to ask
3: you, Monarch, what sickness do you have? What, all right, do you have
0: COVID? We've been you through just that. Do have a flu? Oh, we've been through it? Okay, sorry, I wasn't here at the beginning. Uh, he was um, not forthcoming on the nature of his illness, and I decided I would not press further uh, respect I, to respect privacy. Okay, no worries.
1: Oh, no worries. Um, no, I think it's, it's either a chest infection, laryngitis, sinusitis or just a mixture between the last two. Damn.
0: When I was a boy, I suffered from uh, uh, similar ailments. Uh, So I understand what's going on. So I wanted to ask uh, uh, so you said earlier that you approached KTKE and you asked him to put your album uh, onto his label and he refused. Yeah. Um, So how, what, uh, Uh, how long did it take you to get him to agree to put something on?
1: Um, not long, because I immediately shifted to the other album and just let him listen and decide. Besides, yeah, so not really about one Gotcha. And did you consciously, like, uh, with the next album, did you,
0: like, consciously you making, like, a dream, like, a dream catalog-style album by that
1: time? Well, I, I've never made it in the style of dream, pop. never. never really thought of that. When I made it, <coughs> not with The Throne, not with, um, Third Time's a Charm, either, I just made it for me.
0: Really? Huh. I feel like your eponymous album, The Monarch, definitely has, like, I think that's, like, genius of, especially that album, is that it's, uh, uh, Sounds dream punk, but a lot more accessible. But you were just making it, just as, just making what you thought it was
1: good. Well, yeah, really, just making music. The story of the monarch is pretty weird, so I could go through it um, with you. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, just give it give it the lowdown. Well, so, um. Basically, um, the, the, way that the, um, the way that the monarchs died out, I, like, I, I was on a uh, Minecraft server with a few school friends called Snowdonia. Kid who run it, his name's Alfie. I'm not going to get the rest of his information out because I'm not dick. But uh, his name was Alfie, um, decided to call himself the monarch. And then made himself king on the server, so uh, basically everything went to shit. And then I was like, um, you know, that I made the the name of the monarch stick in my head. It was like, but then I've piled on additional meaning since then. In retrospect, dad, I'm doing a podcast. Uh, so yeah, uh, I, I. One of the things of the name is my goal, and music by the time yeah. I'm done. Yes, of course. The other one just comes from my real name, which I realized while sat on the school bus, and it came to me like an epiphany. <laughs> Simon um, Monarch. Simon Monarch. Okay, alright. Nice. And then of course okay. the Oh, go ahead. Yeah, so the actual story of like Monarch albums was, um, I was, I was watching a video from a YouTuber called Techno. He was just talking about like some underground hip hop scene, but, <coughs> um, but it was like I was like, because it got on vinyl, I was like, maybe I can get on vinyl by doing this. So I made my first Monarch thing under the name. Dark Light, thought it was rubbish, never going to release it. So then I made uh, under the name of the monarch called Be the Night. It's not bad, just not going to release it because I've never found a home for it. Or I might release it if there's enough popular demand. It's not very good. Um, yep. But then, well, mm, not very good. I don't know, it's average. It sounds like Sunset off of um, Self titles so the final. It's like an EP of just the final track.
0: Really? Like, the the final track is one of my... I really like that track off of the uh,
1: self-titled album. Yeah, that's me, by the way. You remember the song and the setting once again? That was me. Really? Nice. I'm a shit singer.
0: Yeah, um, no, I didn't put that together, but I guess, yeah, now I can, I can hear the demo.
1: Yeah, so it's like... Um, next thing that I did was whilst I was in Bradford in September, which is funnily enough, uh, around the place on Shoe Day 3, um, I'm not, I wasn't actually there, I was in a Weatherspoons pub, which was like the centre, in a big Museum, <coughs> and then I discovered Jamble through an ad, yeah, I just decided, might as well try that, realised that I had a spur alias lying around that wasn't being used, so I made, a collection of about twelve tracks, uh, which became Arctic Winter. Then I, yeah. after that, I made um, uh, Skyline. Um, it's Arctic Winter to Hello Emporium. Went over there, got released on the third of December, um, 2021, and then I, I. Released um, that out, and then I then you know contacted Lucid around January, sometime around that. Spoke to him for a bit, got released, got tape release, Everybody knows my name now. Bam. Story of the monarch. Bam. I have to
3: ask, what is the like, uh, like you know, creative process <laughs> uh, with working with Lucid? Because me and, me and him e, yeah me and I and sensei both of you lucid as like sort of one like he's like a once in a generation like genius talent you know and so it's like it's pretty special that you were able to work with him so directly on a collaborative project so I just want to ask like what what yeah. exactly was that process like
0: yeah I wanted to ask that to yeah I wanted to ask because I felt like I could feel I could hear both the thumbprint or, like, the mark of your music, and <coughs> I was wondering, like, yeah, basically what I just said, but yeah, like, what percentage of that was you, and, like, what was him? Did you do you all talking, the drums?
1: Are you talking about the New World?
0: Yes. Yeah, it's my favorite Monarch album, but yeah, yeah, also yeah. mine. Yeah. Actually, for me, it's a tie between the Monarch, the self-titled, and that one. But, yeah, that one's really good. Yeah,
1: um, basically... Um, I compiled just a group of stems, put them all on a big drive folder. Alright, I'm working through the pain of my throat for this one. It's up for me. Uh, yeah, so, um, basically compiled a big group of stems, put them on a drive folder. And, um, then, um, each time I'd finish one, I'd send it to him, let him do his magic, and then did that a few times. He asked me to send him some synth lines, which, you know, that's where, you know, off of This World is Fucking Epic. The da yeah. yeah. I made that. Oh, also, yeah. that, that synth line on cry, you know, the da 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 Okay,
0: gotcha. Yeah, no, I was, uh, I was trying to pick out stuff that
1: that sounded like. And, um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I did a lot of the park. I did the Russian on, you know, pretty much all tracks. Uh, yeah, Egyptian, look, that sort of trap beat was made. Um, as well as King Epic. Yeah, that uh, thing. Bit long.
3: So as like a younger producer, like, you know, you're like listening to blank banshee like around now, like was like working with Lucid like super fucking cool, you know? Because like, I mean we think Lucid is like he's like, you know, he's like one of the best like artists like working like right now. So like what well did you do you like have that sort of like Respect for like Lucid's music, or was it just sort of like we're friends, you know? Uh, yeah, was he just because,
1: guy to you? Um, no, I, I knew, I knew about his stature and that, so it was always like sort of a big deal. Well, because I wasn't in the scene as long as other people who were there, and much more, you know, it sort of took a tad of the edge off, but I still really respect him. Um, whenever I talk to him, I'm always really terrified I'm going to say something that aggravates him. Hello. I know that it's irrational. It's because I respect him so much, I don't want to ruin what we've got going. Yeah, I get that. I mean,
0: I feel like uh, having the first like label that you get your stuff on uh, to be managed by that guy who. With, you know, like yeah, of course, like he has like a big stature in the scene, but he's also famously uh, off the wall, short tempered. You never know what he's gonna say next. So I get how that would be intimidating.
2: Hey,
1: Some man, well, he's always been actually quite level headed when we interact. Like um, he doesn't always speak how he tweets. Yeah, when, yeah. You, when you actually talk
3: to him, he's a very, very nice uh, down-to-earth guy, yeah, for sure.
2: Definitely. Yeah. Um,
0: I guess I was also wondering, uh, so you are kind of like, a, uh, I imagine that your day-to-day life is kind of like a Spider-Man type situation where you have like an alter ego, but at the same time you're going to school, you're having this, life of a normal teenager,
1: uh, do you... Yeah, people aren't talking about it, are like, um, Simon, I, you walk up I love you, you're Yeah, yeah,
2: not yeah.
1: Lots of pumped. um, and, and, and uh, the monarch, and I'm just like, you Have you, yeah, so do people, do
0: people worship the ground you walk on, and do people know about you? No,
1: everybody comes and hates me. Nice. Savage. <laughs> Like yeah. y- 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 you can't what well, you can't really. It might, might be hard to imagine some, but like I, I do get bullied a bit to be honest.
0: Okay, well you know everybody everybody goes to that. It's from that kid. Uh, it's from straight That's the
1: great start. Why well, should I be the tools to achieve virtue? Yes, exactly. No, that was Perfect. Damn.
2: Perfect. Uh, are good over right. there.
1: Uh, I watched a video on, um, anti-natalism and now I'm going through a huge existential crisis that I'm still yet to fully get rid of.
0: Yeah, I've heard about i I've heard about that movement. I think it's kind of silly. It's a lot of
1: depressed emo kids. Right? Yeah, we should, all, we should all have, have babies, <laughs> we should
3: all have a bottom babies.
1: Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. i me. Yeah. I mean, like, here's the thing, I agree with some of the sentiments that, yeah, suffering's unavoid- unavoidable, but, well, you know, that compared to all, like, happiness and, like, goodness and beauty in the world, it's actually quite minuscule, it all just depends on your outlook.
0: Yeah, I mean, the way I usually think about it is that, uh, <coughs> the chance that people will actually stop having babies is very low. It's much too easy to have babies. People are probably going to do it by
1: accident, either way.
2: Yeah.
1: So... one well, 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 I'm a silly sock, and then, well, somebody falls. Exactly. Pregnant. Um, well, I think that, uh,
0: I think that about exhaustion... Stuff that I had asked you for the evening. Uh, special guest, try to teach uh, you. Did you have anything you wanted to uh, throw in there? Um, I just want
3: to ask the mark, do you have a, a a track that you can send for the slime wire uh, compilation? A, a classic style sample-based vaporwave track is all that we asked yeah.
1: for. Um, under any release you, you would like. like- I created a new alias called Missing No. Um, yeah, bro. simply just to take the piss out of the vaporwave community for being such fucking dumbasses sometimes. Oh so yeah. So <laughs> I've made a new alias where it's like I do not care about the sound quality at all. So I'm legitimately just taking a sample, fucking it in the ass and then just like just fucking throwing it out there. And that's exactly like, what we want. Yeah, that's what we want. I don't want people to like it. I want people to absolutely despise it. Like genuinely, I want it to be the most garbage piece of shit ever to be thrown out there into the community. Simply because that's what it's supposed to fucking be. You know what I mean? Well,
3: I would love most of that on the Slime Wire
0: compilation uh, coming soon. Yes, uh, we're excited to see what your your pitch for the most shit sounding track is going to be.
1: Well, you're gonna put. Uh, can right, can I put in a special request that sure, you uh, sure. put in the intro for this? What's the up, Could you include this in the intro for the SoundCloud thing? Oh yeah, of course. As long as you right. send it to me, yeah. Yep. There you go. <coughs>
3: there it is. Hell yeah, man! Yeah, I'll put it
0: in. All right. Uh, it's been my great job. Alright, you heard it, oh. Uh He's going to put it in. And with that, we finish the, this, the 2857th episode of Slime Wire Podcast. Uh, big sayonarius from your host for the evening, Ike Man Sensei.
1: And a big giggity giggity goo from the monarch.
0: Alright. Okay, and, uh, uh, are you still there? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to
3: let you two finish it off, since you two started it off, you know, I just, I was coming in as a bystander, so. Yeah, you just,
1: uh, yeah, you
0: know,
3: uh, we're
1: glad to have you. Uh,
2: well, how long did you
1: not for Because it feels like it was really short. Uh, we did that for 7 till 8, so that was an hour. Actually, it didn't feel like an hour, fuck no. Time flies by when you have any there you go, yeah, uh, yeah,
0: that was, uh, a little bit under an hour. Um, okay. Yeah. So I hope that was okay for you, uh, we'll post that real quick. I just wanted to ask try so if I just click finish now, is it gonna save my recording?
3: Um, as long as you set it to, uh, record, then it should, you won't be able to download the file or anything. Basically, what I'm gonna have to do is I'll have to... Play the recording on my laptop and simultaneously record it into Audacity from my laptop speaker. So it might sound totally fucked, it might be totally fucked up, but hopefully it uh, is good.
0: Alright, so I know we talked about doing an actual podcast, but I guess we just did. Um... So, I guess, uh, yeah.
3: Well, I'll, I'll be on the we Will, you and me will reconvene this weekend to discuss whatever the vaporwave controversy has brewed. But,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Alright, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks
3: a lot, Monarch. <coughs> and, uh, take care of yourself. I oh, will, thanks for and, and just shouts out to the Monarch for being,
0: like, a really young
3: talent in this... Yeah, no. For for putting stuff out at such a young age, being really brave and like not being afraid to like uh, you know put stuff out there. Like uh, I really appreciate a lot of your music and like the fact that you've been able to get on like these labels is like it's it's really incredible. Like your your stuff is really cool and uh, yeah, I appreciate you as an artist for sure. Cheers, man. Absolute
0: legend. Alright. Swag. Yes, I am now pushing the end button. And goodbye. Alright, peace. Peace.
1: See you later.